Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And we are Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hey, I'm Pastor Padron, and I'm here today with my co-hosts, Paul, Nick, and Dave. Hello. And tonight, we have the lovely Lisa, Lisa. from the 724 Lounge. Good evening. Hi, how you doing? Fantastic. You're one of the bartenders up there? The bartender. Bartenders up there? The bartender. The bartender. (laughs) I like that. She's second in command. I just pretend. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend I know what I'm doing. Oh, you know what you're doing. We all know that. Um, Before we get to the uh, uh, drink that we're having, let's talk a little bit about the cigar so people know what's going on. Uh, this week, we are reviewing the Placencia Reserva Original Robusto. The Placencia family, if you have not heard of them, has been growing tobacco since 1865. They've been doing it for five generations. They are currently the largest grower of tobacco in the world. Wow. With over 6,000 employees, eight farms, four factories, and produces over 40 million cigars a year. The Placencia Reserva Original that we are smoking is the world's first and only organic cigar made with completely with tobacco certified by the Organic Crop Improvement Association or the OCIA. Um, they say, quote, we just uh, use Mother Nature's ingredients. And uh, the tobacco comes from uh, Nicaragua's Esteli and Jalapa regions. And all the leaves in the blend of the cigar are aged for five years after the curing and fermentation. Mm. That's, that's significant. The cigar was unveiled at the uh, 2017 IPCPR, now the PCA. And they say on their website about the cigar, quote, the Placencia Reserva Original has the very same taste that captivated the Europeans more than five centuries ago when they arrived in the New World. It features notes of nuts, fruits, and caramel with delicate nuances of marzipan and final hints of cedar. Marzipan. 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 I mean, that's a common household ingredient. We should all know what that tastes like. Anyway, we're going to find out whether this uh, cigar... Not really. Uh... uh has that kind of flavor profile and we'll probably take a gander as to whether or not this actually is the same tobacco that the Europeans tasted five centuries ago when they came and founded things. But Lisa has this this is Lisa's favorite cigar. Am I right? That is correct, yes. Oh. Oh, and what did you decide to pair with this? Another one of my favorites. This is the Michter's Toasted Barrel. So Michter's releases a toasted barrel once a year, and it's different every year. And um, you've all tried it. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. we sure. And have. you can understand why. Wow. it's one of my favorites. And for those who may not have ever heard of that, this is a bourbon, correct? That's correct. Yes. Okay. Bourbon. 
Oh. It was very tasty. Wonderful. Very tasty. How would you describe the tasting notes of the bourbon? Um, Mictus. It's got like caramel. Um, it's 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 not spicy, so it doesn't. I don't think it has that burn that you get with some of the stronger. It's under a hundred proof, so okay. Um, the vanilla a little bit. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit of vanilla. You taste that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just smooth. It is very smooth. Yeah. yeah. I definitely get the caramel vanilla oh, notes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Anybody picking up anything else along with that? Uh, a little bit of uh, almost a peaty smokiness that I get there right in the right in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then you get that deep caramel right in the aftertaste. Right yeah, the before. caramel's right on the finish, yeah. Right, right. Vanilla. You get vanilla. Mm. What about yeah, you, Paul? What are, what are you picking up? Definitely the, the caramel. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it, it just a little bit of sweetness, too, right in the beginning. It's it's fantastic. I love Mcnews. I've been drinking Mcnews for years, but I've never had this one. This is, uh, this is really nice. Very cool. Yeah. So what we are smoking tonight is the uh, Placencia Reserva Original Robusto, the wrapper binder filler are all Nicaraguan. It is a Robusto, as I said, and it is four and three quarters by 52. Uh, what are the tasting notes we're getting off this as we get started? Cedar, right in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Get that cedar. And then you do on the aftertaste a little bit on the retrohale, too. Um, you get a little bit of the caramel. I get a, mm-hmm. I get a little bit. It kind of really matches well with the pairing. The uh, getting a, a pepper, uh, obviously the, the cedar earth sweetness, but the pepper is, and it's not a lot of it, it's just subtle, but specifically on the retrohale, but it, it's present and it's, it's really, really nice. That's what mm. I like about it, actually. It's smooth, and then at the end, you get that little pepper. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know? Yeah, and it's not, it's not too much, but. Uh, the, that spice, that pepper spice, black pepper spice is definitely there. Mm. Um, I'm picking up some earth, some sweetness to mm-hmm. it, like a caramel-like of, of sweetness that does really pair well with the bourbon, I think. Dave, what about yourself? Yeah. What are you getting? You're not crying, are you? Inside. He loves it so much. It's no, actually, tears of joy over there. Actually, as a person who never drinks bourbon... Um, <laughs> I'm actually really, really happy about it because it's not as bad as it usually is for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's just because I'm getting used to it. That's because you're growing up, or, Dave. Or whatever. But no, the um, um, it's actually like I'm having trouble picking up the notes of the cigar right now because I've been my brain's focusing on the bourbon a little bit. Why is need, it focusing I need, on I need the bourbon? Some time on that, on that. Why is it focused on the bourbon? I don't know. Because it is. I don't have a choice over this. <laughs> uh, my little ADD brother. Yes. His brain does what it wills, not what it wants. <laughs> or should. <laughs> yep. Oh, my goodness. Um, my cigar is burning uh, very well. It's a little bit, there's a little bit of a waviness to, to, to the burn, but the burn line is really nice. The ash has a little bit of... Mine's flaking a little bit. How's everybody else's doing? Yeah. Tad bit of flakiness yeah. on it. Tad bit. It, it is, yeah. But very, very nice. And, you know, this cigar is priced at uh, $9, right? Yeah. Eight. 
eight. Oh, the Robustos eight. The Robustos eight. Yeah. The Robustos eight. Yeah. It, mm. This is. I've always been impressed with this line that it is priced where it is. It is. You know, Placencia makes cigars for lots of other people. I think there are about thirty other uh, brands that they actually produce in their factories. So you've probably had Placencia's tobacco and cigars, you know, before, and uh, even, even if it. E- without even knowing it. But when they started coming out with cigars with their own name on it uh, several years ago, you know, they, they started out with the Alma Forte, which, you know, retails for between, you know, 19 and 20 or $21 a stick, depending uh, on which one you get. 22? 22's 22 is the big one. The, yeah, the six, though, is 22, yeah. which is a, that the hexagon. world's only hex pressed yeah, cigar. is unbelievable. Yeah, and totally, it's rich, it's chocolatey, it's uh, got a real great natural sweetness, a little bit of pepper, kind of like this cigar does. This cigar is those kind of flavor notes to it, but it's it's they're all kind of toned down. Yes, and you know, so I can taste a little cocoa here, um, that sweet kind of caramel. The the uh, it's extremely smooth and very creamy. Yes, and at eight dollars. What an incredible cigar. It is. it is. Absolutely. I totally see why you love this, Lisa. And it has a great draw, I feel like. Mm. Yes. Yeah, the draw is perfect to me. It's The draw on my cigar here has just a little bit of, of um, um, pull to it. So it's, you know, there's, a, you know I, I don't like a really loose draw. I, you know, I want to feel like I'm pulling through the cigar without feeling like I'm forcing it. Yeah. And this has that perfect balance there where, mm. you know, you have this nice, easy draw, but um, it is really, really nice. I'm really enjoying this. Mm. Dave, has your brain switched gears and is it uh, focusing a little bit more on the cigar right now? It did. And then I took another drink. <laughs> that Michter's is is something else. Like and I don't know what a bottle of this goes for. But Paul, the regular what is it, the twelve year one that yeah. you would get in <clears throat> the yeah. in the liquor store, yeah. what does that usually go for? It's about, it's about it's about forty five to fifty dollars, yeah. And that's a very affordable yep. uh whiskey bourbon. And it's it's just like the cigar that it's a very affordable cigar and you can definitely go out anywhere and grab it. It's very good. The pairing on this is fantastic because you are picking up the notes of caramel from the drink and and the cigar. So if you have the drink and then have a puff of the cigar right afterwards, you absolutely just it just blends right in. It I can't. Is, yeah, so, I can't get over so well. I can't get over how much caramel mm. on the finish that oh, yeah. drink is, and then you get the hints of of caramel on the cigar as well, which is extremely amazing. I don't know if this is happening for anyone anyone else, but the those caramel, sweet caramel, cocoa notes are building as I'm smoking bit. the cigar and and drinking the the bourbon. It's like it's the finish is staying longer and longer. Yes, and longer. I think that's yep. that happens for anyone else. I think that's why I'm having a hard time with the cigars because they're very similar, and mm. you know I think they're just perfectly kind of dancing to each other. With the like the the caramel, um, I do get a little bit of the cocoa out of the cigar, which is really nice, and I love the pepper finish for it. Mm. Um, it's, it's really nice. It's a great pairing. Mm. 
Yeah, Lisa did a really Lisa good job did with really this. Good. Yeah, Lisa, you know, um, usually is not a Friday night person. With the, the changing of seasons here, we might be seeing more of Lisa here. And uh, she had to step back out up to the bar, but uh, she'll be back when we do our pipe review. Um, and I'm excited about that. She's coming up with something special for that. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, let's talk a little bit about what events are going on here at Twins. Yes. Um, I'm excited that this Wednesday we're doing a special 724 event. Uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving right here at the shop. And um, um, Bo, who has been on the, sto- the show before, is going to be on, out on the floor doing specials with... 724 all day long and we're going to be having a special raffle for a humidor full of 724 cigars and for every four cigars you buy 724 cigars you get uh, a free cigar and one entry for the humidor for every 10 you will get three entries and three free cigars and for every box you'll get six entries and six cigars or a 724 tabletop lighter that's your choice um the 724 tabletop lighters are great yes vertigo makes them it's a nice uh side uh activated lighter it is really really smart looking and it has this great picture of the original uh factory the 724 factory that still stands here in manchester new hampshire uh, it comes in red or black. Uh, it's a fantastic lighter. I, I love the thing. Yeah. And you the can picture get... complements the lighter shape too. Yeah, really it's well. got this real nice kind of retro look and feel to it. Fits really good with uh, uh, all the decor here at Twins. Um, but I'm looking forward to that event. That's that's going to be a real fun time. And then on uh, December twentieth. Um, we're going to be doing an Aladino TV giveaway. And this is something that is has been ongoing for a while. But for every five Aladino cigars that you purchase, you get an uh, entry to win this 65-inch TV, a uh, Roku TV, smart TV. Um, and we're going to be doing the drawing for that on December 20th here at the Londonderry location of mm, Twins. That's awesome. And uh, for uh, you buy a box, you'll get um, five entries for the uh, TV. Uh, the boxes of Aladino are all 20-count boxes that we have. So um, you're actually getting a, a fifth entry, you know, free by doing that. And one of the things I'm really excited about, we just recently got in the um, Corojo Reserva Number no. 4, which is a Corona size. Um, we reviewed um, a couple of months ago the uh, uh, Robusto for the Corojo Reserva. What a fantastic cigar. Let me tell you, this Corona size is amazing. It's my new favorite from from them and I, they don't make a bad cigar to me i've never had one that you know is is i'm just like uh, i don't know what we're going to do with this everything they do 
is just great. But these uh, Corojo reservas that they've come out with, first the Robusto, then they came out with the Toro, and now this Corona, which I understand is not going to be a regular production thing. They only made 800 boxes. The boxes are all individually numbered, and um, we got a bunch of them. And uh, come down and try those, man. If you are anywhere near... Uh, mm-hmm. Twins, either in Hooksit or Londonderry, come down, get you a box. Um, you will not be disappointed with those cigars. It's going to be fantastic. Anybody else feel the same about that? Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys are just a fount of information. You know <laughs> We're so talkative. <laughs> so talkative. But yeah, that Corolla Reserva, that thing is that 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 Corona is is spectacular. Smoke. It's a great, great cigar. Medium plus. Yeah. Um, lots of flavor. Uh, it That size brings out that sweet, spicy nature of that uh, Corojo uh, Honduran leaf. It's just fantastic. What a great cigar. Um, and then also just another uh, reminder that we've been nominated for Tobacconist of the Year Yay. by Tobacco Business and TobaccoBusiness.com. And please, uh, if you would, go to TobaccoBusiness.com forward slash awards 20 and vote uh, for Twin Smoke Shop as Tobacconist of the Year. We are thrilled even to be nominated, but we really want to kill this thing and take home the award. Uh, so if you, have not, if you have already done so, thank you. And if you have not yet done so, please Do just press pause on your record, on your uh, podcast, uh, however you're listening to this, and go do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it! Exactly. You can stay in touch with Twin Smoke Shop on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and at twinssmokeshop.com. So, uh, now that we've had a few more minutes to uh, smoke the cigar and drink the bourbon, how are we doing with both? <clears throat> this cigar is definitely building both in intensity and in flavor. Mm. Uh, it started off as a mild to medium hints like of you know cedar, pepper, earth, a little bit of wood. Now all those flavors are really coming on, uh, and and they are lingering, without a doubt. This is this is a fantastic cigar. It really really is. And I've I've smoked probably the the Reserva line maybe five or six times. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite size, the Robusto, mm. because I think you get a lot more of the flavors. I've smoked uh, the Toro, the Cortez, uh, and the Torpedo. This one is by far my favorite. Why so? I think, it, I think it's just because the flavors are, they're, they're, they're just coming out more. Mm. Um, you know, obviously the, the, the size in cigars sometimes make a difference in the flavors <laughs> you get. Size matters. Size matters. Size matters. In this case, the smaller <laughs> ones went out. I guess so. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but I've 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 had Said this. No woman ever. <laughs> this one I've had before, and it, I'm I'm so glad we're doing this tonight. This is really a, a fantastic cigar, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. Mm. Dave, what about you? What are you picking up? A little bit of uh, a little bit of cedar, a little caramel. I too think it's intensifying, getting like a. Uh, a stronger cigar. Um, I think it pairs really well with the bourbon. Mm. Uh, they dance together very nice. It's really, really good. It's definitely intensifying for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was noticing the flavors build up before, yeah. and I kind of was just thinking that that was the the 
constantly going back and forth between the cigar and the bourbon, kind of just layering on my tongue, and that was what was keeping things going. Now I'm thinking that it was really the cigar starting to ramp up. Are you getting a similar experience, Nick? Yeah, I'm completely out of Michter's. Um, <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> yeah, nobody's surprised at that. But um, yeah, with, now that I'm done... Uh, the Michter's, the cigar has really like come alive. There's a lot of sweetness. There's, there's the cedar notes in there, and then you get that deep caramel uh, finish. Mm-hmm. I don't really get the the spice from the Retro Hill. It is incredibly smooth and creamy, mm-hmm. but that deep flavor of all that is just spectacular. And you wouldn't think that it would come from a small robusto like uh, like this one is, but it's it's incredible. It's incredible smoke. Yeah, you know, you raise a good point. I, I just noticed when you said it, I'm not getting a whole lot of spice in the retro anymore either. Right. It's really, it's really gotten a lot smoother, yes. a lot creamier. Yeah. This earthiness has kind of picked up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the creaminess of the cigar has increased. Yes. And you know, I, I'm loving, I'm loving the complexity of this cigar. You know, yeah. The last few cigars we've reviewed have been very consistent. Mm-hmm. Great flavor. All the way down, and we all like the last few cigars that we did. Um, this one, things are changing around for me, and I, I yeah. really enjoy that. I think the in, in mine is the there is the the slight complexity of the the flavors going back and forth, but it is completely consistent. It's not letting up. It's getting more intense as I get down to the band, um, but it's completely consistent. The the slight complexity going back and forth from the cedar sweetness, smoothness, uh, creaminess, and then you get that right at the end. You get that deep, deep caramel, almost burnt caramel taste in there, and it's 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 wonderful. It's like a toasted, yeah. chocolatey caramel to me. Yeah, yeah. Like it, a dark chocolate caramel, not this real sweet yeah. kind of a, a chocolatey kind of thing is what I'm talking about. But there's like a little bit of dark chocolate, baker's chocolate or something in there. Right. It's not in your face. It's, it's no. a little subtle, but it's it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the ash on mine is just Yeah. In, in boy, sand. look at your, the ash on that cigar Ooh. is great. Yeah. Super smooth ash. It's, it's lightly grayed. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of flaking, but that a, thing's holding on. But that thing is, yeah, the, the, and that plays into the construction of the cigars, right. um, which Placencia has been doing it since the beginning of time. So it, it it doesn't surprise me at all to have a long ash like that. It it you know it's it's unbelievable. It's great, such a great cigar. Mm. Very true. <clears throat> um, let's do a little bit of a. Cigar Confessions, and uh, this week I'm going to get a little personal with everybody Uh and open up and share a little bit about myself, and that is that some cigars I just don't want to put down, Mm -hmm. but my little fingers start to burn, and when I get down to that little nub, and I still want to smoke the cigar, and it is still tasting great, smoking great, not getting bitter or anything... I sometimes will stick it in my pipe. You gotta stick it in your pipe. And I will smoke it till it's gone. And such cigars I call pipe worthy. Cigars this, are pipe worthy. This, this is pipe worthy. <laughs> exactly. 
it is. This cigar definitely would be pipe worthy. And, you know, people see me with a little nub in my pipe and they go, whoa, I haven't seen that before. Or another thing I get is, you know, my grandfather used to do that. Yeah. He'd stick the whole cigar in there. He wouldn't even, he'd <laughs> just smoke it just like that. But, uh, you know, all these different reactions. And I, uh, I have even converted some people into the habit of doing that. Um, they'll buy little nubby cigars um, like the knuckle draggers from uh, Roma Craft. Mm. Uh, dog walkers are a little thin. Yeah, really it's hard to do them. that. But like with a nub or something like that, you can stick it into your pipe and, and smoke it. What do you guys do? I'm curious. When you get down to that little nub and you want to keep going, I, how do you finish your nub? I purposely bought a big, you know, bowl to so I could put like pretty much any cigar in it when I wanted to finish it. There you go. That was that was I had a dual purpose. Now, what happens though when the the cigar is too small I to use fit my, in your bowl. I use my corn cob. Your your what? My corn cob. Your coin your your corn cob pipe. Yep. Okay. Is there a reason why you use a corn cob pipe for that? Because, because I chewed my other pipe to death. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a biter. Oh my. Careful ladies, he's a biter. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, Paul. What about you? You're you're much more distinguished than the rest of us. Well, <laughs> I, what, I don't know. I don't know if that's the word. But what do you do? I haven't graduated to nubs. actually putting the nub into a pipe yet, and I, I want to do that. I know you. I know you and Nick and Dave. Do you do that too? Mm. Okay, I, I haven't. I haven't quite got there yet, and I'm, I've been meaning to do that. But what I've done in the past is. I will try to get down as far as I can, to which my fingers will. <laughs> He's got calluses on his. Yeah, I'm not afraid to get. Finger in I'm not afraid thumb, to have my fingers charred and gentlemen. a bit. Because if I, I don't want to put a cigar down, I will let that even slightly burn my fingers because I just don't want to say mm. no and and end this and the wonderful experience I'm having with a cigar. But mm. I will get a something that I can get a prong or tool or something, even a toothpick, and mm-hmm. just pierce it and then just. Finish it off that way. That's that's what I'll do. I uh, knew a customer once who um, loved this particular cigar, and what he would do because it was so good to him, and it really was a good cigar. He would take a match and he'd break the head off the match. I know and who he'd you're talking stick it, about. He'd stick it in there, mm-hmm. and he would just smoke it until there was almost nothing left. Yep. Yeah. I know who you're talking about because that do? that was the same person that taught me that. We call mm-hmm. it so. The past store, the store previous to this one that I worked at, we used to hang out there all the time, and this was like maybe ten years ago. And this gentleman used to come in. Can I say his name? I, I don't care. Well, okay. So we called it the Dudley. Mm-hmm. And it was as the same person. Same person. Tom Dudley. Tom Dudley. I love that guy, man. God bless that man's soul. And uh, every time he'd get down. I forgot the cigars that he had smoked, but he'd get down past the band and he would take a match, light it, blow it out, and then file down where it was burnt and then stick it in the cigar. And 
completely go past it. And I did that a few times, and from there on out, we called it the Dudley. <laughs> that's awesome. And we, yeah, and it's still, that's what, you know, at the time I was like, oh, well, I still have this, you know, two, three inches left on the cigar, and what do I do with this? I want to still smoke it. And he's like, this is what you do, Nick. You take the match, you light it, blow it out, then you file it down, and then you stick it right in the cigar. How, how did he file it? So on the cheese. on the match on the matchbox. Yeah. So you would take it, you know where you strike it? Yeah. On that, you would just file it down. Okay. So you could just file it down until it comes to a point cuz it has to be the burnt part. Mhm. So you just take that, break it off, file it down, and then it comes to a point and then you just stick it right in the end. Yep. And you just smoke it. And I did that on one on the cigar hacks a while ago um and it was with I believe one of the Windward cigars from Aurora, and Winwood. I went Aurora. Aurora. Aurora, Winwood, Winwood cigars. Yes, and uh, it was their Al Corojo cigar, and I went past. I smoked it all the way past the the match. The matchstick. It was like maybe a centimeter of cigar left on yeah. there, and it was it was amazing. You know what I mean? This cigar I'm going to try to do, um, but yeah, I just I love that. That's just the way you could do it. That's mm. the way I do it. So now you're, 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 you've, you've gone that route, and now you're in danger of burning, burning my lips. lips. <laughs> so you just kiss it. So you just kiss it. So what I do is a, a, a quick, exactly, you just suck in real quick. and just, just give it a quick suck. Yeah, just quick, quickly. And uh, you just, you just, all you do is just kiss the end of the cigar, and that's it. And then you just, and you just keep going. You keep going until you literally are burning the hairs on, on your mustache or you're burning your lips, one or the other. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. And see, that's one of the reasons I love using the pipe. Because if you got a beard, you're not worried. If you have lips that are very tender, like my own, you don't have to worry about it. You can enjoy the thing until it's gone. I have put, for instance, uh, uh, I've put cigars into my pipe and smoked them literally until the whole thing was, was ash. We've got people waving at us in the door. Oh, this is uh, wonderful. We have an audience. We do. Isn't that nice? Mm. It's growing. <laughs> <laughs> we have two outside the door. We have... All uh, right. Our, is it Ernesto? Yeah. It's Ernesto from... Uh, is it... That's not Miami Cigars, is it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Miami Cigars. Yes, and he is. also does um, the... Miami. Toscanos, Toscanos as well. Yes, yes, he does. Really good guy. Um, what are our final thoughts on the Placencia Reserva Original Robusto? I like the pepper finish. Um, I like the fact that it's been building up the entire time. Um, I think it pairs very well with the bourbon. I actually like the bourbon. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, your glass is you empty, You are graduating. Dude. That a boy. So. Congratulations. Those are my two thoughts. Paul? Uh, this cigar is... is fantastic it's just it, it, i'm probably about three quarters of the way down and uh i'm not quite ready to uh pierce it but i'm getting there but this is a, a fantastic uh, cigar the cedar notes the wood the pepper uh, specifically the pepper is just increased um it's it's i would say this is probably more like a medium plus right now mm. even though it's only supposedly a medium a mild to medium it's it's increased with the whole uh, experience so uh, mm. it's, it's I love it two thumbs up Nick 
a must-buy in my book. At the price... Oh, my gosh, yes. At, at the price and the flavor you're going to get out of this cigar, it's not super complex, um, but I don't think that's what they try to achieve with the cigar. It's a cigar that is simple. It's easy to smoke. Um, it's extremely flavorful, and it's at a hell of a price point. It's a, for me, you know, if somebody's looking for a light medium cigar or they're looking for, you know, a cigar that they're trying to, you know, a, a good cigar they're trying to get into, a uh, step away from a uh, natural Connecticut or something that's very light. Mm. Um, this is a great cigar that I always recommend people because if they're afraid of, you know, the price point, which some of the cigars out there can get pretty pricey and they're trying to stay under the $10 range. This is a cigar that is unbelievable, unbelievable taste. It's awesome with mm -hmm. mixers, and it's at an unbelievable price point, and it's so flavorful. Mm. Yeah, um, I can't believe that this cigar is eight bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, the there are cigars that Placencia makes that are double this price. Um, I'm thinking of the the Alma Campo. Yep. which is a very similar flavor profile. And I think you're getting a lot of that with this. Yep. And it's half that price. It's an amazing cigar. And, um, you know, again, I think you have to, you know, we. I should probably say something again about the fact that this is uh, organic. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, all cigars are just tobacco. Correct. No added, you know flavorings or chemicals or anything like that but to be certified organic you know the the ground that you're growing in can't have had chemicals used in it for years and then you are not allowed to use any unnatural things on the tobacco plants as as they're growing and that let's let's face it that gets difficult you know there's mm -hmm. the, if you want to kill some bugs there's some great stuff out there that will just kill the bugs yeah you have to work a lot harder to do that with all natural processes and and things like that and they've produced this and still the cigar is at that price yeah you know it's just it's a really really great cigar and uh it does i totally agree it goes great with the mictors the, the pairing was fantastic lisa and her inaugural uh, episode with us has just done a, a great job. I can't wait to see what she's going to pair uh, with the pipe tobacco that we're doing next. All right, for our pipe review tonight, we are doing Haddo's Delight by GLPs. It's one of his original mixtures. It is a particular pipe tobacco that has been out since about 2000. I have been smoking it regularly since it came out back then. And uh, Haddo's Delight is a stout blend, it says on the tin, of several Virginia tobaccos with a generous measure of long-cut Perique. Unflavored Green River Black Cavendish and a little air-cured white burly ribbon provide fullness, body, and a bit of extra strength. Finally, an exclusive process darkens and marries the mixture and gives the blend a subtle tin aroma of cocoa and dried fruit. 
the flavor is full on the palate, earthy, slightly sweet, and intriguingly piquant, with overtones of figs and raisins, a wonderful blend for the Perique lover. Uh, GLPs is, of course, blended by GLPs, but then manufactured for him by Cornell and Deal. It is classified as a Virginia Perique blend, although it does include the unflavored Black Cavendish White Burley, along with Virginia and Long Cut Perique. Um, Casing, uh, none, no flavorings, although some people think that rum or brandy is used, but no such thing is on the official list. Um, Greg Pease has not publicly said that anything of that nature is added to this. So anything that you hear about rum or uh, some kind of brandy being added to this is just a guess. It is conjecture. We know nothing for sure. It is a ribbon cut tobacco. And um, uh, before we get any further, I want to say that the, uh, the audience that we had at our window as we were ending the first part of our show was mm. Nestor Miranda, yes. who had uh, dropped by the, the shop with a local uh, rep, Turo, and, um, uh, from Miami Cigars, and that was very, very cool. And um, uh, you can imagine that uh, you know, somebody like that you know, coming to the bar, uh, Kurt knows about, even though he is uh, away on uh, business and stuff, and uh, kind of gave the the uh, order that he was to be well cared for while he's here. So uh, Lisa is not able to join us uh, for the second half of the show. She's up there making sure mm-hmm. that uh, he is uh, taken care of. And, uh, you know, what a great, nice guy. Um, yes. And uh, I love Miami cigars. And... Um, um, I'm looking forward to spending some time with him after the show mm-hmm. up there. So we are sans pairing for this part of the show, but we have this wonderful tobacco here. Um, what are you guys picking up? Are you? Does this taste to you like the description on the tin? What are you getting from this uh, Haddo's delight? This this is uh, this is absolutely uh, coming out with earth. Spice, sweet is absolutely just like just like the description was. I'm picking up all those notes. It's a, mm. it's a very, I'm gonna call it rich. Mm. Even though it's not an overpowering, it's just very very full of flavor. I get a lot of figgy, mm. dried fruit kind of notes, raisiny yeah. notes. There, <clears throat> there's a lot of excuse me. There's a lot of perique mm-hmm. in this mixture. You can see the uh, those big. Um, black flakes in the in the um, tin there. That's the long cut perique, mm-hmm. and um, nice. so you're getting big bits. You're not getting little. This is this is not salt and peppered with perique. There is a fair amount of that stuff in there, and it really does produce those nice um, fig raisiny spice. That little bit of pepper you get on the retro, very very nice stuff. Dave, what are you picking up? I'm getting a lot of um, the fig and the raisin and the retro hail. Very, very, very minute amount of spice. Um, and regularly mm. uh, just uh, some earth. Mm. So that to me, the, the, the fruitiness of the Virginia, I'm only getting for me on the retro hail. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm getting a lot of earthy, deep, rich kind of notes on this thing. Yes. What about you, Nick? Yes. A lot of sweetness comes across on my palate. Mm. Um, definitely, you know, that raisin fig. And then right at the, the, the very end, you get some nice bite to it. Um, but I would also put this as like a medium, medium full. Mm. Um, you're not getting a lot of strength from it. But it's just rich and full, full of flavor. Really, really nice. There's a fair amount of nicotine in this tobacco. Mm -hmm. And that kind of makes it stronger. You know, it's, it's a, as far as the flavor goes, I'd say it's a medium kind of a, a flavor. Maybe medium plus as you get, you know, down further in the bowl. But the strength of this tobacco is, is fairly significant. There's a there's a good amount of nicotine here. Not the most I've ever had in something. I think like brown number four. Yeah. Was like mm. almost like bathed. Yeah. <laughs> it was <nicotine>. heavy. <laughs> um, this it was uh, cased with nicotine. Not not quite so much, but it's definitely there. You can yep. definitely you can definitely feel it. Smoking this. Yeah. Um, this is very smooth to me. It's very creamy. I love that that. Um, uh, to use the word on the tin, that piquantness, um, the to sharp this, taste. That it's very, very nice. Mm. A little bit of cocoa uh, in there, like a like a dark baker's chocolate again, very much like the cigar. Um, you guys look like you're enjoying yourselves. Oh yes. Mm. I, well, that's very good. It's I, very I love excellent. I love the tobacco that has the perique. Mm-hmm. What do you like about the perique? It just, it just, it's, it's. Well, it's kind of like Lajero with the cigars. Mm. It just, it just adds that a uh, little bit of intensity to me. Um, that uh, nice mm. spice. It just, Ooh. and the dried fruit. It's just really, mm. really, very, very good. I just retrohaled and got. Mm -hmm. I mean, there must have been a big piece of perique that oh, went yeah. with that because <laughs> all the nose hairs in my <laughs> nose are like screaming right <laughs> now. Ah, we're on fire. Ah. <laughs> That's that's usually how I feel when I have bourbon. Your nose hairs screaming well, in, in the throat. Yeah, <laughs> your nose hairs are in My, your throat. Yeah. Well, when I drink yeah. bourbon, it feels like it. Yes. <laughs> mm. Mm. Tune in next week when we do a little <laughs> dissecting of Dave's esophagus and find his nose hairs. Hello. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I'm the only guy left with a little bit of the uh, Michters. That's true. Yep. I think me and Paul and are going to uh, mm. split the Michters. From uh, Lisa there. Yep. Cheers. Cheers, uh, Weepy mm. Seco. Mm. You know, the Michters actually goes really nice with this. Oh, yes. Mm. Mm. Smooth. You that, get the... Yeah, that, those caramely vanilla notes really... Complement the figgy, right yes, raisiny kind of yeah, flavors wow. in this. That does. Wow. Big yeah, time. Does. Mm. Wow. Lisa hit it out of the ballpark again. Yes, she, she, she wasn't even, even know it. it. <laughs> she wasn't even trying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mm. Well, you know, um, this Thursday is Thanksgiving. Um, turkey Day. It's Turkey Day. Do you guys do... It, you know, now you know why... Turkey is such a big thing for for you know how that got involved with Thanksgiving and everything. Mm. How did it get involved with Thanksgiving? It's cheap. 
Yeah. Okay. And they yeah. were everywhere. It's, it's not it's not the best meat, but it's a big piece of meat. It you is. Can it's feed it's a tasty. Lot of, you, can, <laughs> you can feed a lot of people with it without uh, breaking the bank. And that, that was real, that's really the big whole thing with turkey. Have you ever done anything other than turkey on Thanksgiving? A ham. A ham. Yeah. Mm. Do uh, My family does turkey and ham. Turkey and ham. I've, yep. I've been in families that have done that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Paul? Uh, this is the only time of the year that I actually sit down and, and eat turkey uh, from a bird, not from a deli. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's and again, it's not the it's not the most flavorful. But uh, I'm fortunate enough to have in my family a uh, a person who is a. Uh, a to call him a chef is probably an understatement. Uh, he's a, uh, a a very dear member of our family who just is as a cook, and he comes out and he spends the day before just prepares the bird, uh, puts a puts it in a brine, lets it sit overnight, mm. takes it out, um, puts all types of little you know spices and all that, and just cooks, uh, slowly cooks it, and it's just the most flavorful. Uh, turkey i've ever had mm, and so I'm, awesome. I'm so looking forward to having a couple of days to hang out with my family and and enjoy that uh that feast on thanksgiving and uh that's what i'm really thankful for is just to have a little bit of downtime and and enjoy a, a great meal with uh with my loved ones mm. and it is just a little bit of downtime since we're we're on yeah, wednesday right back to it on friday, friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we should have the whole weekend off Dave, what do you, what do you do for Thanksgiving? Have you done t- anything other than turkey before? It's always been turkey. I I have to have turkey. I have to have turkey. I have to have cranberry sauce. I have to have apple pie. It Why has am I not surprised? Apple pie. Gotta have the apple pie. Gotta man. have the apple pie. Mm-hmm. Gotta have the pumpkin pie. Gotta have, you know, the the French soaked chocolate pie. How about, the, the, the how about cherry the cherry cream pie? How about and the I, lemon meringue pie? Oh, lemon meringue. How pie. many pies do you have? There's, there's probably that we have like usually four. Yeah, the staples. I'm yeah. gonna be knocking on your door then, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can bring some of that turkey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll we'll trade. gladly trade some turkey we'll for uh, what do you say? A, a, sample cream pie, a, French, cream, a, a, a chocolate cream pie. A cherry cream French, pie and a French silk chocolate pie. pie oh is, is my favorite. Is, oh yes. Um, mm. I, I, unlike right Dave, now. I don't. I don't need the apple or the pumpkin. Well, you got apple every week. But I got. <laughs> You're welcome. That. that uh, um, well, Dan doesn't because he's well off on Wednesday. That, chocolate, Sorry, that chocolate pie my mom makes is just unbelievable. Well, it's really, really good. Speaking to all my uh, Italianos out there, the cannolis. Mm. Uh, I come from an Italian family, so the staple of... Wait, what? You don't what? look Italian. I don't. But I am. <laughs> You're um, Flanagan. Yes, yeah, so... That's not Italian. It's Irish. It's Irish. It's Irish. It's, Irish. it's a long story. I'm so Very confused. long story. That'll be covered on the next episode. Um, <laughs> but yes, the, the staple when, you know, after the turkey and after the main meal, it goes, they always put out the cannolis first. You get the rogota um, cannolis and the cream cannolis, and then from there, it's all the pies, the lemon mm. meringues. The blueberries, uh, the apple pies, I love chocolate pies, mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. And then the Italian cookies, the Crispellis, oh, everything, yeah. man. So it's it's full. It, I've, oh, God, I'm getting, getting all 
flustered here because I want some Italian cookies and yeah. some Crispellis and oh my god, yeah, I'm so, so hungry now. So last year, my, <laughs> uh, I was talking with my daughter Anna about Thanksgiving and. I asked her what she wanted, you know, you know, kind of want to make sure everybody has their favorite dish or whatever. And she said, well, I, I really don't want turkey. I, I, don't, I don't like turkey. What? I, I was what? like, yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what I did. Um, and I said, well, okay. I mean, it doesn't just have to be. What, what do you want? And she said, you know what I want, Dad? I want some of your chili. You make the best chili. And that, you know what else that, I want? That would be my second choice. I want that that special seven-layer dip that you get, and you have the, the chips and everything. And, oh, yeah. and I, I want – that's what I want for Thanksgiving. I said, so let me let – me, if I'm hearing you right, what you really want is a, a, a Mexican Thanksgiving – yeah. And she said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she wants a football game. So, so last year we did uh, chili and the seven-layer dip and all that stuff. And <laughs> and now Mandy Mandy has to have the turkey. She's very traditionalist, so we, we cook the turkey, too. Got to have but, the turkey. But, um, yeah, that was that was very interesting last year. That's but cool. th- Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday mm, yeah. of the year. I don't know if it is for anybody else's here. It is mine. Oh, yeah, but mine for me, it's mine. And, and it's what not I, mine. What I love about Thanksgiving is that you are focused on what you have and not what you don't, not what you hope to get. It's it's not a holiday about, um, you know, let's let me show you how much money I can spend or let me, you know, do all the it's it's all focused around just enjoying the things that that you've gotten, that you've been blessed with, that God's given you and. Of course, food. Oh, yeah, and of I, course. I love the food. I know every time it gets close to fall, there's live turkeys that go around near my apartments, and I just get hungry. <laughs> just, go out, just, just go out and there and, just go, and catch one. I watch them walk by, and I'm like, happy Thanksgiving, guys. <laughs> be like, I'll be just, eating you later. Yes. yes. But my, my favorite holiday, I know you guys said Thanksgiving, which I'm very grateful for you know my family and my in-laws and um very thankful for everybody that comes together but for me it's it's always been christmas christmas is for me is the the favorite holiday is because everybody i feel everybody comes out of the woodwork to get together um and that's when i see a lot of my family my mm-hmm. my a lot of my family mm-hmm. on my side and on my wife's side they're all kind of spread out through new england and new york and florida and texas and california and puerto rico um and i feel christmas is for us for my family and her family everybody kind of comes together and everybody you know the food is always a staple uh you know on my side is the italian and her side is uh the puerto rican and cuban food and stuff like that and everybody gets together and it's a huge smorgasbord of food um bigger than thanksgiving um and for me it's always been christmas it's i don't know it's just how i feel ever since i was a kid and it's not about presents it's not about how much money you can spend or show some how much money you can spend or whatnot it's always been 
family. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, mm. and it's you know it's for me it's it's, it's Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, and different fam uh, different family members in my family on Thanksgiving, you know, they have their own thing or. You know, some of the distant uh, cousins and stuff like that have uh, Thanksgiving at their house and kind of everybody on my side is kind of split up a little bit. But when it comes to Christmas, everybody goes to one house or everybody comes together and everybody comes out of the woodwork. Well, where do you guys where do you guys meet? You're all over the place. So what do you, where do you go? for? Christmas? So it's usually yeah. my grandmother's house that we all meet up or we have a designated house that's going to be this year. Mm-hmm. This year, I believe it's going to be in my in-laws house. They have a nice big house. Last year we had about 45 to 50 people. Wow. And we're oh, all wow. yeah, and you know, it was all my family, it was all her family and you know, between the Italians and the Hispanics, that's a great place to be because yeah, for food, hell yeah. Between oh, food God. And some alcoholic beverages mm. and the music, and it goes. It starts at like one o'clock in the afternoon to like the next day or something like that. It's mm. crazy, you know what I mean? And it's just it's a it's a wonderful time. Even like I said, Thanksgiving is also a wonderful time. But for me personally, it's Christmas that I always kind of look forward to towards the end of the year. That's awesome, man. That's great. I, t- I totally understand that. It sounds like that, you know, um, I mean, if that's the, the holiday that everybody gathers at, too, that's that's just yeah. a great thing to see family from all over the place, yeah. all in one place at one time every year. That's great. Yeah. We usually get some, some special guests from Cuba because my wife's uh, – my wife's father is from Cuba, and he still has family in Cuba. Mm-hmm. So usually in Christmas, uh, the last two to three weeks in December, they usually fly in. Um, I don't know about this year because Trump did the whole embargo thing, and mm-hmm. uh, he put a stop to that. But uh, last year, uh, they flew in, and they brought some Cuban rum, and we had a great, great time. And they had brought some Cubans as well, some nice Cohibas, and... It was just mm. a hell of a time. Do you remember any of it? Uh, bits and pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember the cigars and the rum. That's it's that's all, all so clear to me now. <laughs> yep, yep. Why Nick loves Christmas? <laughs> and well, it has anything to do with family. It has to it do does. with Cuban rum and Cuban and cigars. cigars. Cuban cigars. Well, that's that's probably like ten or fifteen percent of it. Yeah, but it's 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 a family. A family gathering. No, it's it's just, a, it sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds it's great. just something that I always look forward to. At the well, end the, of the you know, for, that's that's what makes Thanksgiving such a big thing for me is that it's about getting together with family and mm-hmm. and it sounds like that's what you guys do at Christmas and mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm I totally totally am down with that. That's awesome. What else are we picking up on this uh, pipe tobacco as we continue to smoke here? Just more of that uh, sweet, earthy, spicy fruit it, it's very very pleasant it really is and it's it's continuing on it's it's pretty consistent with me i haven't mm-hmm. really picked up anything else but it's it's very very good um it's for me it gets smoother as you smoke it yeah as i get down the bowl it just it gets creamier and creamier as it goes as it goes on that mm. fruit uh, since the first time I had this, I had this at your house mm-hmm. a while ago mm. with a bunch of the guys from Cigar Hacks. And, yep, uh, I remember that. We went over there, and it was uh, their first pipe event that they had, and um, we recorded it on the show, and 
it was the Hatto's Delight caught me by surprise. I thought it was going to be um, something uh, maybe lighter or heavier, and I didn't know really what to expect. And all the guys, including myself, was just absolutely in love with it. Mm. Dave, what about you? What are you getting off of this? Um, and when I first lit it up, it was like all I could taste was like Perique. And I was just like, whoa. And now it's kind of like mellowed out and found itself. And uh, I'm getting a lot of that uh, Virginia now with the fruit. And uh, the Perique is kind of like married with it a lot better. Um, it's. I feel like it's uh, It's very it's like you said very smooth yeah uh, and it's it's definitely married itself out which is fantastic mm. <laughs> so excellent so, so what what has just happened is uh lisa has come back into the uh into the room here and dropped off something for us to pair with uh, uh pipe tobacco mm. is this it's, just guinness yeah it's it's no, some it's kind of beer oh, no. this is uh, but it's like a porter or a, yeah. a light stout. I have I'm no very I, happy that it's I have no idea what it is. <laughs> we, we can make a couple guesses, Paul. Would you like to take a stab it's, at it? Okay, blind taste test. Here we go. It is a stout. It's, it is yeah, a stout. Yeah, it's very stouty. It's definitely a porter or stout, yeah. Oh, she's back. Awesome. Oh. Okay, so you are drinking. It's by Bell's. It's a special double cream stout. Mm. <clears throat> It's 6.1% ABVs, mm-hmm. and it's from Comstock, Missouri. Hmm. That's Missouri. where the is. Missouri. Thank you for bringing this down. So, enjoy. That's tasty. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, very I can't much. stay. No, that's all right. We explained what was going on upstairs. Crazy. Thank you very, very much. That's awesome. Oh, so, a nice double cream Unexpected. Mm-hmm. It definitely brings out the a little more of the earthiness in the tobacco for me. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more creaminess too. Mm-hmm. Um, the sweetness does kind of, for me, kind of is a little offsetting, a little bit because you get a lot of the I get a lot of the the sweetness from the 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 fig and the the raisiny uh, nuances of mm-hmm. the tobacco. And it doesn't like the 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 mictors actually went. Uh, I think, uh, in my opinion, it went a little bit better than mm. the the creamy stout that we have here. In my opinion, a lot of tobacco notes. Like, Just I don't a, know why. <laughs> I know. I, I don't know why. I just get a lot. But it's it's tasty though. I do mm. enjoy a good stout though. It is very mm. tasty. It is. I'm very happy. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? Um, I think, you know, I, I do agree. I, th- I think the Michters actually went better with a tobacco than, than the stout, but the stout is not a bad pairing with it. No. It's now, it's what very, do you think, it's Paul? It's very, very smooth. I am picking up a little bit more of, uh, it, it's not overpowering anything by all means. This is an incredibly smooth stout. Um, it's... It's not masking any of the experience with the tobacco at all. No. Uh, it's picking up maybe just a little bit more of the, of the creamy sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, And I've actually, you can see inside my bowl here, I've pretty much smoked, <laughs> smoked through right it. Down he, through he the smoked yeah. through the bar. <laughs> Do you remember when you started, Paul? You couldn't keep the pipe lit? 
and now you're like lighting it because there's nothing left. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's really? great. It's great to see you enjoying the pipe more and yes. getting better at mm. yes. at uh, at it. It's it's just a, it is. It's its own kind of unique animal here. What about you, Dave? Um, I I I I'm with. Uh, I think the bourbon was definitely a better pairing, but the the stout I'm very thankful for. And uh, but as far as stouts go, um, I'm usually not a big fan of stouts. Uh, but this is this is fantastic. Mm. It's not uh, I guess I don't know how else to explain it other than over stouty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, over. It's like stouty. it's like a mellow stout. I would say as far as stouts goes. Well, it's very creamy. Yes, and that's it's what, very creamy. That's what I think it has you know has it going for it because mm. the the tobacco is extremely creamy. Um, the only thing, like I said, that oh, is so is kind of offsetting for me is you get that punch of of fruit or sweetness that you get from the tobacco, and um, you don't really get that from this. Obviously, it's a stout. Well, it's like um, a sweet and sour, you know? It's a a cool. little bit, but it doesn't go that well with me and my palate. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the Michter's was, was full on. Like, you get that deep caramel sweetness in the smoothness. Um, and a little bit of bite, which I get from, uh, you get that little bit of um, pepper on the retrohale on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I'm not, you know what I mean, I'm not opposed to the stout at all. It's a really good stout. Yep. On its own, it's good. With this, it's a little offsetting because you kind of want, I, you know, for me, I kind of want all the nuances of the tobacco to kind of go well with the stout. Mm-hmm. And the creaminess does. Just that fruit kind of throws it off a little bit. Um, because it's stout, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's not, it's not a, a single malt where you're going to get some more of the intricate flavors out of it, you know? It was almost like this kind of coffee taste with a the little, stout. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, a little bit of coffee in and, there. And yeah. uh, I think that kind of, and the bitterness of that coffee flavor kind of lingers after you drink it. Yeah. And that does kind of counteract the, the smooth, creamy, um, uh, nature of the tobacco. Yeah. So it like it goes with some of it. It but does. Not, but not all of it. All of yeah. it. I yeah. feel like it would have been a better pairing with the brown number four. Mm. You know. Yeah. You know. I I would agree with you there. But by all, yeah, I'm still happy to have beer. That might be <laughs> Anything to avoid the esophagus. Blow up. <laughs> mm. Mm. Wonderful. So. <clears throat> Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this has been such a weird, wacky day (laughs) with all the interruptions and things that we've had with the show from celebrities and Lisa and all. But uh, it's all really good. And the tobacco is good. Mm. Amen to that. Amen to that. You have been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twin Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thank you for listening, and that is Not Just Blowing Smoke.